No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Have you ever wanted to have a Grateful Dead song? as a as a shirt oh yeah many times well you can go to shoptourbus.com and they will show you what that actually looks like you will see grateful dead inspired t-shirts and hoodies and stickers all inspired by grateful dead song names or lyric song 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 names yeah Yeah. and what they're looking for right now is they're asking for our help song suggestions yeah they you know Grateful Dead has what, like 300 plus songs? And they want your suggestions. What songs do you want to see told in pictures on shirts? Yeah. So go over to shoptourbus.com, check out what they've already done. You can create a set list of t shirts or hoodies for yourself. You can get yourself one. They come in a hand designed box with a Grateful Dead lyric on the inside. They've got lots of extras in there. Some of you are going to get a Grateful Dead miracle. Bootleg on the inside of that box, and you're getting free shipping because Shop Tour Bus is part of the No Simple Road family. And what you do is you put in the promo code No Simple Road, all one, one word, when you're checking out, and they are going to hook you up with free shipping, and you are going to get some fresh clothes. So if you got an idea of a Grateful Dead song that you want to see on a Shop Tour Bus shirt, send them an email or go to their Instagram and send them a DM. I'm sure they would appreciate it. ShopTourBus.com. This episode is brought to you another, by another one of our fine sponsors, Finn and Wheel. If you want to go on over and check them out at finnandwheel.com, that's F-I-N-A-N-D-W-H-E-E-L.com. These are awesome prints that come out of the Pacific Northwest that are printed on 100-pound cover stock, premium quality FSC certified paper for all the paper nerds out there. Yeah, pretty cool. They have some awesome designs on there. They've added some new ones. You just need to go over and check these out. These are very clean. These kind of they lean towards like the Grateful Dead inspired and the great outdoors, the Pacific Northwest. Surfing. Surfing. Cycling. Yeah. Yeah. Cycling. I mean, these are dope prints. And like I said, they're very clean. These look classy yeah. on the walls. And, and you mm. know, it's always good to be classy. And it's also good to get 10% off when you buy something classy. What? So when you're checking out at finnandwheel.com, make sure to put in the promo code NSR. 
and you are going to get 10% off and they're going to send you some free slaps and you're going to be classy with some fin and wheel art up on your wall. Oh, Darwin approves. Yep. Darwin approves. Finandwheel.com. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Mel Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available, and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. cyborg apple this week i guess i am cyborg apple what's up man how's it Hi, going Hi, cyborg apple good. hey now yeah, no, road family it's aaron cyborg apple <laughs> and Fools. Fools. i really can't hear myself oh what do you mean i can't oh and this is apple yes yeah cyborg you were apple. cyborg apple uh, yeah cyborg apple how's that Mel? is that better i don't know yes Mel yeah. can't hear it yourself. just feels like it's not coming up at all and well, so i'm having a hard time continuing to talk because i feel like it's not coming out <laughs> we got Mel, you turned up no when you're when the air comes out of your mouth you're talking oh that's how it works but now, now we got her turned up yeah so Mel's turned all turned up, up. And i can hear her. so this <laughs> hey everybody Yay. you just walked in, <laughs> in the middle of our conversation uh, um yeah there's no simple road uh and this week <laughs> our special guest is jeff matson all right yes this See? is Part of our series leading up to Skull and Roses Festival. Skull and Roses uh, in lovely Ventura, California. If you have not purchased your tickets for Dark Star at 
Skull and Roses, you are blowing it. It's going to be an amazing week of music. Well, four days. It's not a week. Sorry, Apple. I, I know you get upset when I over or underestimate days. But yeah, yes, it's four very, days. Very of music. strict about math over here. April 7th through the 10th at the Ventura County Fairgrounds, which is Hallowed Grateful Dead um, Arena. Is that an arena? No. No, it's Venue. not an arena. It's an old dirt racetrack in Ventura. Like Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin played there. I mean, there's some history in this place. Right and across it, the street from the beach. It, it's cool. It's like gritty, dirty, on the beach, California. It's Those beautiful mountains. Dope. And let's just throw in there four days of camping with your Grateful Dead family. Yeah. Amazing Grateful Dead tribute inspired music and us yeah so, take your homies your gang you know maybe we'll get a little a little block on the corner there and <laughs> share some space wow no yeah, it'd be fun yeah well, and th- this this is like such a fun festival because it feels it feels like going back to the 80s or 90s like security is pretty chill yeah. nobody's hassling each other the party goes all evening there there's like no hassles and yeah. you're on the beach and got to keep and, mentioning that you can walk like a yes. hundred yards to the beach it and sit down the beach difference. and Wait, still hear the music. Can you go to the beach? You, you can go to the absolutely beach. can go to the beach. Oh, wow, well, you man. can't. You don't know how to swim, yeah, so I'd fall in. Oh, <laughs> you could actually stand on the shore of the Pacific Ocean and listen to Dark Star Orchestra. O'Teal and Friends. Wow. Um, Just that Circles right there. Around the Sun. Melvin Seals. Melvin Seals Phil and Lesh. JGB. Phil and Friends. Uh, I mean, if you're able, grab your tickets. If you're not able to come for the entire four days, they have single day passes available, which is really cool. Yeah. So, you know, if you want to just come for a Friday or a Saturday, come hang out, man. We're going to be there and uh, we'll be talking to you people that are attending the festival and doing some interviews with the musicians that are there and getting down. And, uh, this is part of the lead up to that. And, you know, when we, um, in 2019, when we went to Northwest string summit, dark star played there and we had a chance to sit down with Rob Barocco. That was a great interview. I would say that's in my top 10 favorite. No simple road moments was sitting in that tent, in our little interview space at Northwest String Summit and Rob's energy and storytelling ability is one of my favorite moments of ever of doing this show. I remember he almost forgot because we were like kind of on a time limit because they had a set coming up and oh, yeah. somebody had to come grab him because we went all we had such a good conversation it went over and somebody pops her in they're like, dude, you You're need to be on, on stage like in a few minutes. Yeah, it was our fault. <laughs> was our fault, but it was an amazing time. And this conversation with Jeff was no different. What a gracious, sweet yeah. human being to spend some time with us and tell us the story of his journey into the Grateful Dead world and making this amazing music and the talent that he shares with all of us. It's it's really something special, man. I I, I say at the beginning of the interview, and you know we've said it before, but Dark Star is one of those special bands. That, you know when. Um, no simple road very first started out uh, the Chris Robinson brotherhood was one that we would all go to as a family and was always a special time and then dark star was the other that we would always go to yeah with. there's a lot of good memories of bringing people in to mm-hmm. the yeah, concerts new, people that hadn't been to shows yeah. that were like come to dark star with us and they got on the bus yeah and you know Jeff it's a that's a heavy role to play to 
be in the Jerry slot in a tribute band. That That's a lot of like, those shoes are big shoes, man. And not that anybody expects anybody else to be Jerry, but if you're playing the music, there's some expectation for it to sound like Grateful Dead music, especially when you're not just doing a tribute, you are recreating actual shows. And um, Jeff really gave us some insight into that and made me kind of see the whole thing differently. So it was a really cool conversation. Yeah, and is a very hum- humble person about everything he does. Yeah. I was glad to have Jeff on. Yeah. So, like I said, if you are able, get yourself a ticket to come down yeah. and hang out with us at Skull and Roses or get yourself a single-day pass. Dark Star is playing Friday night. All right. Yeah, that's... Dude, oh, my God. I'm so excited. I'm excited, I'm too. I'm so excited, man. <laughs> I, I hadn't really... What been, are you excited about? I'm excited about seeing all the people that we met there last time, like Ash... From Paracosmic yes. and Roth. I'm excited. Yes. Yeah, hopefully Roth's up there. Oh, I hope. The Higgs yes. are playing. I'm excited to see those guys. Yeah. Sponge is coming down Spindle to reunion. play in the parking lot. He, they are? Yeah. 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 Bryce and Sponge what? are going to be down there playing like after show. Um, also, Jenny. Jenny and Brady are going to be gonna down be there. there. We're going to be celebrating Jenny's birthday yeah. at the Dusty Strings exhibit. Excited and for so, that too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's another thing, man. They're going to have like a An exhibit. bunch of jerry's guitars and the strings that strings the straps that jenny has created um at an exhibit down there too so that's a little something extra that you're going to get down there and claire seeing claire and just and also there's another band that's playing the festival called catfish john oh and they're from from Vegas. vegas yes and keith alcantara he's gonna be there is the drummer for that band and we me and keith know each other from when we lived in vegas we used to drum at the drum circle together in the dry lake bed so oh my gosh i reached out to amazing. them today i want to you sit did? down with them yeah oh yeah, yeah. wow super excited to go down there and also to see all of you that are listening that are able to yes. attend there's a bunch of our listening family like the delaney's and and just a bunch of people that i you know there's so many i can't yeah we'll, them all. but that we haven't seen because of covid and so it's happening it's going to be a beautiful reunion in a great location with amazing music. You can go to um, at Skull and Roses Ventura on Instagram and there's a link to get tickets there. Or you can just do the easy thing and go to www.nosimpleroad.com and click, click on the link. the link that I have on there on the page. It'll take you right to where you buy your tickets. And then you could be like, I'm going to magic. Out in Melon Apple. It's magic. Magic. And hang out on the beach. Did we mention there's a beach yet? Absolutely. <laughs> that beach, though. Are you going to bring shorts and flip-flops to be on the beach? Yeah, absolutely. You're going to bring a beach towel and a beach ball? Yeah, I'm going to wear my festival pants, with it, which I bought at Skull and oh, Roses right. from the they Guatemala. Awesome the, yeah, they got great vendors. I'm, I'm actually really looking forward because I would love to interview the vendor this time. Okay, wait, stop. Let's do the business. Let's get them to the Let's interview. Let's do it. Okay. Follow us on all the social media platforms at No Simple Road. Go to www.nosimpleroad.com. Check out the merch tab. Sign up for the newsletter. Get yourself a tarot reading by me and Mel. Yeah, you yeah. heard that right. Mel and I are doing Do tarot it. readings now. It's you great. just go on to nosimpleroad.com. Click on the word tarot up at the top of the page in the menu. And then you can schedule it yourself there. There's a schedule there. You just click on it and put in your info. It sends me an email. You're on the schedule. And... Uh, pay your money there and off you go tarot reading me and mel Boom. you will get a emailed synopsis a playlist that goes with the cards that we pulled for your reading because it is the grateful dead tarot deck that we're using um and uh, what else what else do you get 
What you you oh, um, you get the audio file. Yeah. Yeah. What? You get the whole kit and caboodle. Never mind. You were still talking about the tarot. As in, then check out that calendar of events to see where we're going to be at and Absolutely. what we're doing, which things are starting to pop off. Yep. Today is Thursday. Tonight, we will be at Sponge and La Special at the Star Theater. And Whoop-de-whoop. then tomorrow night, we are going to be boogieing our shoes off the with Crystal Ball Reichman room. and Pigeons Playing Ping Pong at oh, the yeah. Crystal Ballroom. On that spring-loaded dance floor. Yeah, and man. And all of our friends and family out there. Yeah. So, look, there's a lot going on in our world. And uh, as you know, gas is $6 a gallon in some places. Oh my bread is like six and a quarter for a loaf of bread. Everything is more expensive. And um, our No Simple Road coffers are a little light. And uh, in order to continue to do the show and do what we do and bring you these episodes, we need your assistance, everybody. If you're somebody that listens to the show every week, we need your help for real. Um, go to patreon.com forward slash no simple road and just sign up for a dollar. Um, you can obviously sign up for more, but just for a buck. And uh, it will really go a long way to keeping no simple road going and helping us continue to do what we're doing and grow the show. Um, it's more important than ever to support each other monetarily when you're putting out content that people are enjoying. If you're enjoying it, then you need to help support the people that are creating it. So the way you do that is by going to patreon.com forward slash no simple road. And then if you want to do something for us, that doesn't cost anything. You can go over to the Apple podcasts and go in there and go to the reviews and give us a five star. And then beyond that, you can give us a review. You can simply use your thumbs and fingers to type that in. Or like I always say, you can be an old man and you can just dictate to your phone and then go back and spend 10 minutes correcting it anyway. But anyway, we didn't get a new one this week, but I'm sure we will by next week. So go over there and leave that review. It's free and it helps us pop up in the algorithm somehow. Like Aaron always says to that magic, the more reviews we get, the more people see it. It pops up and suggests us. So please do that. And. Also, you can call the Tepid line at 971-808-1524. And basically what the Tepid line is, is a place for you guys to be yourselves. Yeah. Interact with the No Simple Road family. Yeah. So, you know, you tell can leave us a trip a story. report. Sorry. Tell us a story, a joke, a recipe, a cool thing that happened to you, a fun memory, any of it. And we did get a trip report uh, from Green Sky back in Washington. And uh, it's Johnny Boy, and I'm going to play for you right now. Hey, now, No Simple Road family. This is uh, Johnny B calling from Delaware. Um, Listen to your Green Sky Bluegrass review of the album, and I wanted to give my trip report of the actual show for this tour um, so I can let you guys know how it was on the ground in the nation's capital. Uh, This was a birthday show for my birthday month. Amy, I, uh, and East Coast Hunter met down at the Anthem in D.C. It was cold as frickin', you know what? Um, cold as fuck, John. We got a little food. We allegedly took, took some really clean uh, liquid and went into the show. I like how uh, it was a question. It's almost undescribable how otherworldly uh, Green Sky was, but... The show, the band, uh, the crowd, I was just floored by the energy there, um, and I was not disappointed. Um, 
the whole show was amazing. The infamous String Dusters opened up. They were amazing. What a show. Yeah, uh, yeah. They closed their set with a possum, so that was fun as hell. <laughs> um, this was a show that was canceled and was rescheduled because of COVID. And Aaron said, you got to see Green Sky. And this was my first time, and it was definitely worth the wait. Because uh, the last time it couldn't happen for a certain reason, and this was the right night for it to happen. Um, the whole show was awesome. I'm going to send you guys some clips. That monument was amazing because I was thinking, it says, funny how a monument looks just like a grave. Um, and my great-grandparents are buried at Fort Lincoln, which is basically a monument to the Civil War soldiers, but also a grave. Wow. So it's kind of... Kind of got me thinking. Um, but that whole show was amazing. We boogied our butts off. Uh, it got to a psychedelic, spiritual, I don't know, otherworldly, freaking crazy level. Um, after the show, there was a Talking Heads uh, after party a couple blocks down the street. What? So it was a great show to have. That's they close it out with Stress Dreams. Um, I'm a super big Green Sky fan now. Um it was definitely something that I want to see again. I'm glad I got to see them. Uh, everyone was boogieing. The family was strong. Uh, the DC crowd at the Anthem uh, was definitely on point that night. Um, <laughs> we had a blast. I got a print, and I'm going to send you a picture of it because it was pretty badass. But uh, I feel bad because East Coast Hunter got the print, and apparently it is now in the back of some uber oh, uh, no. driver somewhere in dc so dude if you have that print please send it back to uh to my boy hunter Rabe so he can have his green sky print on his wall because i like mine um uh, peace y'all love you John B. Oh, love you never back, Johnny B. Never, never that was a fun. <laughs> never disappoints is what I meant to say. That's Johnny, a hell of a show, are. too. I just pulled up the lid. They, they opened with windshield. Oh, wow. Oh, Nine shit. minutes, and then they got a monument. Uh, give a shit. Whoa. Oh, they got the whole stress dreams. Yeah, treatment. they got a whole lot of good stuff. Absence of reason. Right they closed on. it out with stress it. dreams. A oh 20 gosh. minute leap year. Damn, that's a hell of a show. So there wow. it is. That is the tepid line. 971-808-1524. And last but not you know, least. Wait, wait, you know, we call it the tepid line. because Don't be afraid. It's not hot. It's not cold. It's tepid. Yeah, it's it's just right. It's not even lukewarm. So jump in. Right. 971-808-1524. And also, the most important thing you can do is tell somebody about No Simple Road because it is all about you guys out there that we, you know, that's why we do this thing. So if you tell each other, then more people know about it. And then here we are all together. Yay, No Simple Road family. Anyway, um, we're going to get you to the interview. Remember, everybody, hang out afterward because you're going to catch up with three of us. And uh, yeah, we're going to do our No Simple Road thing after this conversation with Jeff. So here we go. Without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you Jeff, Jeff Matson of Dark Star Orchestra.
going on, Jeff? Like I said, I'm Aaron, man. How's it going today? It's going all right. Uh, going and this right. is Mel. Jeff, thanks for joining us. Okay. Nice to meet you. And then on the third one here, I'm Apple. And thank you so much, Jeff. I just got to say, too, I think you are the first person ever to log on to Zoom with us that had your audio and video working instantly. <laughs> it usually takes several minutes of like, we can't hear you or it's our end. Wow. Perfect. Nailed it, man. It's a year of doing Zoom. I, I was going to say, if we haven't learned anything from COVID, it's how to work yeah. Zoom, right, man? Exactly. So where are you, Jeff? In, in uh, I am uh, at home on Long Island. Oh, okay. Right next to New York. Right on, man. And you guys are getting ready to go back out, right? Getting ready to start tour? We have already been, well, we've been touring. Uh, we actually got quite a bit of touring in, in spite of the the, uh, the, the pandemic. Uh, for a while, we were doing um, kind of weekend things where, where they would have, at first, it was just the uh, outdoor things where people were in cars. Mm, right, yeah. yeah. It was pretty bizarre, like <laughs> playing to a parking lot. <laughs> and then they had people in pods. And but so we would fly into a city and play two nights, uh, like Friday and Saturday, usually. Uh, and, and then then next weekend go somewhere else. So uh, but uh, we just came back uh, last week from our first like full blown uh normal tour traveling on the bus doing the whole thing we had done some small runs right but this was like two and a half weeks how'd it feel we were out how'd it feel man oh well it felt good to play uh i'm a little out of sh shape from doing it i was pretty exhausted <laughs> to be honest with you <laughs> i don't know how you guys do it man like and then and then we you know we um the first half was in California. The second, the last bit was in Colorado. And, and, you know, every day we would be going to a higher and higher elevation too. Oh, so wow. more and more tired, you get less and less oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I do not know how you guys do it. I mean, you know, these huge, like seasonal tours that you do, even last year we did like, I don't know, eight, shows eight fish shows and mm -hmm. by the end of eight shows like i'm ready to hibernate for the entire winter and <laughs> you know what i mean like i physically it's it is really demanding to be out there and be on the road and not sleeping in your own bed and, and doing all that but i guess yeah. it's it's for the love of the thing huh you know yeah 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 it's you know we it's uh 20 hours a day traveling and four hours a day playing kind of a thing you know wow <laughs> yeah and you know i would be remiss if i didn't um start off by just saying thanks for what you do jeff um oh, yes nice for real brother like dark star orchestra is is really special to this family um we all live together mel's my wife me and apple have been friends since we were kids and um Dark Star has always been very, very special to this family. And you guys have provided um, hours and hours of psychedelic fun for us, man. So just thank you, brother, for what you do and, and oh, well, laying it you're out. You're very welcome. Yeah, man. Well, 
Also, a great, I like it called psychedelic fun too. Yeah, <laughs> it, that, you're you're one of the bands that we love to introduce people to that aren't very familiar yes. with like the dead and stuff that are interested and they're like, well, I want to experience, you know, what it, what it's like. What it's like. Well, let's go to these cats who recreate shows, and they will take you in a time capsule, you know. And everybody we take, it it it's like seeing them. Like when we saw our first dead shows, you know, it's like that. They come out and they get it. They have so much fun. It, it is just such a blast. Oh, nice. Yeah, man. That's nice. You, Jeff, I, I'm really curious, brother. Like I get the, the drive to want to play Grateful Dead music. I, I play guitar too. Like we were just uh-huh. learning songs today, as a matter of fact. But to actually dig in and like okay we're gonna pick a date and we're gonna recreate a show in its entirety from start to finish that takes it to a whole other level of it's more than musicianship at that point it's it's something else and uh i wonder if you could talk about that a little bit sure yeah well what it takes is um um, for, fortunately, it's it's cumulative in the sense that uh, after you've done, say, uh, a 76 show a bunch of times, you start to know what to expect. But what we're looking at, uh, what we're looking for is, is playing the arrangements the way uh, they did at the time, you know, trying to get that, that feel. Uh, we're trying to get the tones, you know, to have the right guitars, the right keyboards, the right drum setup. Um, so, I mean, it is more involved than just, you know, going up obviously and, and, and just playing a, um, a, a bunch of Grateful Dead songs. Right. And, and since there are, you know, we're, uh, possessive, we possess great, great knowledge of the minutiae of the different, <laughs> uh, eras, you know, that, that, you know, so what, what's different about, a you know, uh, 89 Ramble and Rose compared to a 72 Ramble and Rose, you know, that kind of thing. When, you know, fortunately, you don't have to learn it all from scratch every time. But we do, and we do listen to the shows. We don't listen to every second of it because it, they're frequently long and they we, we have a lot of other things to do. But um, we will go through, uh, you know, fortunately, it's all, it's all out there uh, just about uh, to, to listen to um, right. uh, your fingertips. Uh, so we listen to the shows and uh, see what's special about it and see how they, what the tempos were like and what the transitions were about. And, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll retain that information and trying to bring it to bear the, the night of the show. It, it, it It's so, um, it's otherworldly to me because I saw my first show in 89. Um, I was 18 years old and, uh, you know, as a, a young head, like I had older cats that kind of took me under their wing and, and started giving me tapes and showing me the ropes, so, so to speak. And, and, you know, we all have our like likes and dislikes when it comes to Grateful Dead stuff. We all have our favorite era, but to, get up on stage and invoke the energy of that particular show. It, it's a, it, it's peculiar, man. It's, it's a trip because 
I know for me, like we saw you guys the last time we saw you was here in Portland at the Roseland theater. And, uh, when that show ended there, that energy of a grateful dead show has descended on that place. And you guys, none of you guys are the members of the grateful dead, but that spirit shows up. And I wonder what, how you guys see it from, from, from the stage. Like, you know, when the show is over, do you feel like that too? Like you've invoked that thing? Well, I mean, it depends on the night, you know, um, you know, I, there's been a lot of nights where, uh, you know, we'll turn to one another after the show and say, yeah, I think we, you know, captured the spirit of, of that era tonight, you know, mm-hmm. other nights, not as much, you know, but, uh, that's what we're, that's what we're shooting for. And so it's very satisfying if we feel like, uh, yeah, that felt like a, you know, whatever, a, a 77 set, you know, it had that energy to it, you know, the, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's the coolest thing ever, man. And, and like he said, go ahead. Uh, no, no, go ahead. Cause I was just going to say another time we saw him. Oh, bring that up like, in a like he said, amazing. you know, being able to bring somebody that never got to see Jerry or the Grateful Dead play to have them experience that it's, it's something special, man. It's, it's, uh, it's, there's the one person that I'm thinking of in particular that we brought to a show and, and this guy was afterwards, he said, you know, I feel like I got to see them tonight. Like that I got to see what you guys were talking about because of what dark star did. And, you know, taking the, the playing to that level is uh not common and i wonder with you man like sitting down to learn dead songs is one thing but then to try and capture a style of a player and make it your own how do you even go about doing that (laughs) i mean well you know it helps it i mean i guess it kind of goes with that saying that we're all we all came into this as hardcore deadheads you know um so um i i was fortunate enough to see my first show in 1973 um rob saw it his in 72 um in in uh, so a lot of the front line there we we, we were a little older there we we saw our first shows in the 70s and the drummer's a little younger. They they saw uh, in the eighties, but but they all all went back and listened to tapes, mm-hmm. and so it was. So there's already before we even sit down to to work out doing anything with Darkstar, there's already this idea of the different sounds of the different eras and and uh, how the the individual styles changed. Like for me, it would be Jerry Garcia's style, how it's how it evolved over the years, you know, and what he brought to it over different different periods. Um, it's it's like um, uh, it's um, an academic study almost. Okay. I would say, you know, I mean, uh, it, it, that's kind of a dry way of putting it because it's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> but but there is, you know, it's a lot of. Uh, it's a lot of information that uh, 
you know, there, there are a lot of deadheads out there that, that probably know this stuff. They just now have had a play, way to apply it like we do. Oh, you know, shit. They, yeah. I never thought about it like that. Absolutely, man. Like, after listening to the songs for, what, 32 years now, it's part of who I am. You know, if I if I only could make my fingers work the way I want them to, I could probably get it out. You know what I mean? But Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 I, I yeah. see what you're saying. That, and it's just baffling to me, though. It really is. Like, the the sound that you have and the style of playing, it f- has the same feeling. And every guitar player has their own voice. You know what I'm saying? I, you could tell when Clapton is playing or when Hendrix is playing or when Jerry's playing. You can just hear it. But there's a feeling that comes along with Jerry's guitar that is very peculiar and particular that yeah. I, I never experienced anywhere else. And to be able to like invoke that thing and, and do you ever look at it like channeling? Uh, I mean, it's a nice romantic image, but I, you know, that would, I, I don't think that I would, I would ever like say like I'm channeling Jerry, you know, it's just, you know, that's, uh, I don't, not that, uh, I you know what I'm saying? I, I, hear I, 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 I feel like, um, what, what I am channeling is all those years of listening, you know, mm-hmm. and all, knowing what it's, what that makes me feel like, you know, so I don't, uh, you know, a common mistake that people have about dark stalkers is that they think that we're copying this stuff note for note because but it's i mean it would be impossible to learn a show note for what one show note for note let alone doing a different one every night right would be an astronomical and it's so antithetical to what they're uh all about anyway so the, the, what's cool about what we get to do as far as being a cover band, a tribute band is we get to play. We don't have to play the same notes every night. We, we, we shouldn't play the same notes every day. We don't even have to play the same notes that I don't have to play the same notes. Jerry played. I can play what I'm feeling and what I hear in my own little melodies that come to me and somehow make, you know, as long as it, like I guess there's a certain amount of editing goes on that you know, you know, so like break into something Eddie Van Halen solo or something like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You're doing something that not that that would happen for me anyway, but 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 um, so that um, you know, it comes out sounding like what people identify as Grateful Dead music, mm-hmm. and without without even playing something maybe that Jerry ever played, but it's something he might have played. Mm. I see. I see what you're saying, man. Yeah. And it it's just the Grateful Dead experience is so different than any other band. And I mean, that's yeah. why there's deadheads all over the place. I know that like I, I've said this a billion times, but like I walked into that first show one person and left another. It was mind blowing on a, on a lot of different levels. And completely changed who I am and altered the course of the rest of my life. And you said your first show was in 73? Yes. Where, what mm-hmm. was your first show? 
Uh, it was a, a 9873 at the Nassau Coliseum. They just put it out a little while ago as a Dick's Picks, oh, a Dave's Picks, excuse me. Um, uh, it was, you know, um, the, the, the night that played the first weather report sweep. Oh, and then they and they played the first uh, "Let Me Sing Your Blues Away." Keith sang that night, and uh, it was just a beautiful show. Yeah, man, that's, and, that's uh, good stuff. I completely got it that night because even though I was into the dead before that, I have I was listening to the records and even the live records, uh, "Stolen Roses" and 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 "Europe '72" was out by then. But then I heard those same songs that were on like "Europe '72," and I was like. Oh, but that's not the same as Europe. So right. it's, it's the same, but it's not the same. It's the same song. It's the same feeling, but it's all different notes. And I was like, oh, man, this is for me. <laughs> did you did you end up touring? Uh, uh, not like some people do. Uh, I, I um, uh, you know, there were certain tours where I went to. I would do a lot of shows uh, on the East Coast, uh, like that kind of thing. But not like you didn't, you those, didn't buy you know, a school bus and shows. take off. <laughs> you know, I was lucky enough to see a lot of shows on the uh, Spring 77 tour. You know, who who knew that uh, <laughs> you were seeing the cream? Yeah. Wow, man. That's like that's like the, the Super Bowl of of Grateful Dead tours right there. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on your one of them. Oh, yeah, one of them. So Jeff, what was the, um, or how did, how did that happen that you all decided to start playing shows like that instead of just like songs? Well, it's interesting. I, I didn't decide that. I, I wasn't, I'm not the original guitar player in, in Dark Star. That would be John Catalysic. And that was kind of his idea. Okay. I was in a band, uh, Still am too, actually. Uh, it's been around for over 40 years called the, the Zen Tricksters. Mm-hmm. And what we what we did was we played Grateful Dead. We didn't recreate shows. We played Grateful Dead. We played original music and we would do other covers and do them in, uh, you know, jam them, you know, find a way to turn them into uh, jam vehicles. And, uh, you know, we put out uh, several albums of original music. Um, We had actually uh, had discussions about like, oh, well, if we really wanted to make it, if we we, maybe we could do uh, Grateful Dead shows, recreate Settlers, but we didn't kind of want to do that, you know, because we want to give up playing uh, the the double-edged sword with the Zen Tricksters was that we were known for play how well we played Grateful Dead covers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, people would come to see us. We would travel around the country. People would come see us, but we wouldn't, we wouldn't get much credibility as an original act because mm-hmm. people, the, uh, those people would see us as a dead cover band. So yeah. we were trying to be all things to all people. And it, and uh, it was a sh- kind of a shame uh, I mean, we did well. We did well. Yeah, but, but then it, it, Dark Star came up. And so here's Dark Star. They come out of Chicago and, uh, you know, contemporaneous with us. And, and they're doing really, really well doing with that idea. And I said, like, well, there you go. The idea works, you know. <laughs> uh, playing, and then, uh, you know, I found myself in the chair in uh, 2009. 
when when John went uh, further. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you get that call, and I mean, this is like, you know, it, not that you hadn't already been doing it, but now it's like, now you're moving to Dark Star. Was it hard for you to make the decision to to move over, or was it was it a no brainer for you? No, it was actually. I'll be honest with you, it was a little hard. I was I was. At that point, I was also, I was in a band. I had a band uh, with Donna Jean Gaccio. Mm-hmm. And um, we were, um, we were out there playing. Uh, and uh, really loving that band and really enjoying it, but struggling. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a, well, you know, I've been going down this road for so long. And, but I'm, on the other hand, you know, I'm getting ha- handed this pretty good opportunity <clears throat> for a little bit of success. So maybe, uh, you know, so it was, yeah, it was tricky. I'll bet. But, uh, but I, 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 I went, you know, and at first I went out, I was just filling in for John and <clears throat> I, I, it was a little strange and a little to get used to. And, but once I did, I was having a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, I was putting all that, like I said before, all that time of listening all those years listening tapes, you know, and all the uh, little facts that I accumulated <laughs> all of a sudden came to bear, you know, and I, and I was able to, to use that information. Well, I mean, in the position that you're in, all those little facts and bits of information are like a superpower, you know, I mean, that's, that's life like coming full circle and using your passion to make something beautiful and that's yeah i mean that's the best we can any of us can hope for man it's like you know well shit and you you do it very well before we were sitting on the patio a little bit ago and aaron came out and thought i was listening to jerry and it was zen tricksters show on youtube from like several years back and he's like he's like whoa whoa is that him i was like yeah so we sat there and watched it you didn't mean you just sound so amazing i was going to ask you too because i saw on the instagram the your woolly mammoth guitar that you recently got that that man that is a beauty that that that, thank you oh so jeff why the woolly mammoth um um it's just an animal I like. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> you know, I have little plastic woolly mammoths around the house, and I have one I I kept up on my rack and uh, on stage, and um, <clears throat> I would stop short of saying it was my spirit animal because of uh, maybe cultural appropriation. I don't know. Right. I guess I just said it anyway, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get a pass. It's cool, man. Okay. Um. But uh, you know, just the, uh, I just thought they were cool. So uh, yeah. So, um, do you know about the Grateful G- Guitar Foundation? No. There's a, there's a gentleman in in uh, in the Bay Area named Andy Logan, who uh, um, I guess made a lot of money uh, in uh, tech back in the day, and now he's uh, he's taking that money and. He, he uses it first of all, he's bought and bought all these uh he's like one of every kind of guitar that Jerry's ever had, one of that every that Bobby's ever had, at least one. Okay. Multiple. And then he's got some real ones. He he's the owner of 
the alligator guitar that Jerry used, like on Europe 72, mm -hmm. the, the Stratocaster with the little alligator on it. And he owns one of Jerry's uh, acoustic guitars and uh, just amazing stuff. And he couldn't be a nicer man. You, And what he's doing with this, with these treasures that he has, he started this foundation where he puts puts these guitars in the hands of of jam band musicians out there right who wouldn't necessarily have these guitars mm -hmm. so um all, uh, so many of the guitarists on the scene have either at least played guitars that came from andy or have been gifted with these oh, and, shit. <clears throat> so i never had one of these uh uh reproductions of uh like jerry's uh doug Irwin guitars you know they're that was just out of my um <laughs> realm you know right and, and um so the foundation had paid for, for this to be built for me oh, what a beautiful shit. thing and they they made it for me very specifically you know i what i wanted how i wanted the nick to be and everything like that and it's to look at it it's um i wish i had it here to show you um uh to look at it it's like a very much a replica of like jerry's rosebud guitar right except instead of having the rosebud on it it's got this woolly mammoth thing over here it's got this beautiful um scene from the police the scene era on the back all inlaid and all the all the inlay on the neck and on the tusks and everything are actual made from actual mammoth tusk whoa, whoa. okay that's taking you a <laughs> step well, further how did you get lucky enough they, do they pick randomly or how does that work with the foundation doing that with, with what with the foundation like how does it work with did they like pick you did, was oh. it a lottery or no 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 they, you know they uh, uh, fans of the band and they said look we really want to make you this guitar wow, we want it to so be good. what you want and uh wow it was just it's a, just a wonderful thing i normally i normally, uh, I normally don't doing. don't do this but i've got to ask i saw on on the on the guitar towards the back there's two there's an input and an output on that thing right there's two places to plug in on the, yeah on, well what that is is the it's called the on bell of on board effects loop. If you notice, a lot of Jerry's guitars mm -hmm. from '77 on had that, <clears throat> and it's you know it's a little technical, but basically what happens is the signal comes out of the pickups, um, goes out through all your effects and back into the guitar, then through your volume and tone controls, and then out to the amp. Oh, so shit. that when you change the volume, it doesn't affect the effects. They stay the same sounding. And there's a buffer in there. There's a battery in there that you know makes sure that it gets enough signal through all those wires and everything. But that's what that is. Wow. It's, it's, a, it's an effects loop in the guitar. And I so I can have an effect turned on and you don't hear it. And then I reach down and I hit, hit a switch on the guitar and the effect comes in. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that it, I always saw that on his guitars and was like, "What the fuck?" And then I saw it on your on your mammoth. I'm like, I'm gonna ask him finally what the, what the yeah. hell that is, man. Now he wants one, and now I want oh. one. Yeah, no. He, he, so, okay. 
all these shows, we go to all these shows, you start playing guitar and you know, you're, you're doing this thing. Then you finally get called up for, for dark star and you're, you're doing the gig and like out of all the stuff that you've done, what do you think like the most fun thing about playing this music is? Well, for me, the, the mo the, some of the most fun things I have is I've gotten the, I've had the opportunity to play with so many mm-hmm. amazing musicians. I mean, um, I've played with everybody who's still around in the Grateful Dead. I played with Donna, Phil, Bobby, Mickey, Billy, um, Vince. Um, um, it's a long list. David Nelson, you know. Right. Rick Danko, people like that over the years. So that's when I look back on the real treats uh, that I've had and advantages I've had. I mean, we just played um, two nights at the Warfield in San Francisco. And the first night we had Peter Rowan come down and we did an acoustic set. We did about seven songs with Peter Rowan. And the next night, Bob Weir came down and did about five or six songs with us. So, I <laughs> mean, wow. Then, wow. then that theater, man, that the Warfield is hallowed ground, man. Yeah. You know, I, I saw Jerry band there a couple of times in 90 and 91 and that place transforms into the most amazing cathedral on the planet. You know, it's a, it's something yeah. else. And church and, and yeah, church. Exactly. And speaking of hallowed ground, man, we're, uh, we're going to see you guys at skull and roses fest too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's going to be fun. Have you guys, there's only been one, am I right? Or, or no, three. This will be the third one. Is that right, Mel? I'm not sure how I, many, but it hasn't been many. Did Did you guys play at Skull and Roses already, or is this your first? No, time? I don't think so. I don't think so. So it's the the Ventura Raceway that place, man. It's a it's something else. The beach is right there. Like, did you ever get to see shows on the West Coast no. at all? No, I didn't. No, oh, it's it's something else, man. I'm really excited to see you guys there. It's mm-hmm. it's gonna it's be great. It's gritty. It's like gritty, dirty old racetrack that's been there forever. Like <laughs> Hendrix played there. I mean, the the people that played there, it's amazing. But it, as long as it's not Altamont, I'm happy. No, yeah, <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Well, the other one I was gonna bring up, we saw you at was uh, it, when uh, oh, nor- Northwest, the last Northwest String Summit. When you guys oh, came yeah. up here to the Portland area for that, that horny yeah. tied out's like twenty minutes down the road from us. And to see you guys yeah. there and that in that setting, that uh, it was just amazing. And we got That's the chance. Beautiful play. We yeah. had the chance to talk to Rob in person. He did an interview with us there and came hung out with us. And man, what what a great guy he is. He's still one of our one of our favorite interviews we've done. Yeah. Yep. He is so like spunky and outgoing and was you're, you're talking about Baracko? Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> We have three Robs in the band. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's Eaton. true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's yes. True. Rob Barocco. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. We had yeah. a blast talking to him out there. That that venue's amazing too. And uh seeing you guys like with the with the forest all around and just it was it was magical, man. You guys And if I'm not mistaken, we did eight eight uh twenty seven seventy two, didn't we? We did the Benita show, I think. How the hell do you remember that? <laughs> I knew I, 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 I didn't know which one it was, but I knew it was something special because it was on the bill, yeah. and then when it got announced, everybody was kind of freaking out. Oh, that's one of my favorite shows, though. Okay, so <laughs> I remember ubiquitous question. I've got. I, mean, I think I, they specially, 
they especially requested it. Um, oh, that did we they? Play that okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it is Oregon, yeah, it very right often. up the road from Vanita. It makes sense. So I got I gotta ask this question: Do you have a favorite era? Yeah, I mean, I, not laser specific. I I I'm kind of partial to. 69 through 77 i would say okay so like not the primal stuff when well 69 is pretty primal okay yeah okay i mean but they're coming out of it in 69 they're it's like the 68 stuff is raw but they're getting they're getting their shit together in 69 a little bit and by 77 they've got the machine running yeah, yeah. I, I just think that the the more happened in in those years, you know, as far as uh, the, the sound of developing and evolving and everything was happening in those years. Yeah, uh, fascinating to me. Well, you know what's really fascinating? What really like drew me into the myth of the Grateful Dead was how they came together and like what the acid tests did for them. It gave them this opportunity to like not have pressure, but still be performing in a way. I mean, they were, yeah, but Mm -hmm. if they didn't play, it was cool. It was all right. And if you got too high and you couldn't tell that you were holding a guitar anymore, it was okay. (laughs) But that, I think that like, what was that? I've played some acid tests, not, obviously those back then, but um, it was a group of people in the Northeast. We used to do these uh, several times a year. Really? Yeah. And we used to rent out this, we'd rent out this museum and um, we had run the run of the place and it would be just a giant light show and the band wouldn't be set up like on stage. Band would be set up below the light show. So we're just projecting out to, it wasn't a show you know we were just it's like you said we play or not yeah and uh, like the dead would do and sometimes it got a little too weird and you couldn't play. <laughs> <laughs> but that that environment is special because oh, yeah. that hasn't happened you know that was its own thing and it bred this monster of a scene and <laughs> and energetically it it bonded those guys musically energetically it 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 sealed them together and so you know after jerry passed away like the grateful dead scene continued in you know kind of doing its thing but in 2015 when fairly well happened it felt like it felt like something broke loose in 2015 like something new started um with that final fare thee well show that energy got dispersed and um this jam community is is thriving now and there's so many young musicians that are just killing it out there's so many bands that are so talented and i'm wondering what your take is on like where the where the tree has grown because the grateful dead are the roots of that tree, but that tree is bearing a lot of fruit now and there's a lot of branches. And I'm just curious what your take is on that. Well, 
It's fascinating to me because I I have been playing this music since the 70s. Mm-hmm. And it, forget about the cover. I mean, we were playing jam music when jam when when like an eight bar guitar solo was a dirty word <laughs> like you know no forget about <clears throat> 18 minute one so um even even the the grateful dead they were playing them but they were just kind of like people looked at them and like okay you guys do your thing you know but you have nothing to do with the gestalt anymore you know right with <laughs> um you know they're they're sort of existing outside of society almost you know mm-hmm. um so so i've i've lived through this whole thing i i um through the the beginning of the jam band scene uh the zentrixers again we were i'm sure you've heard of the wetlands in new york City. oh yeah 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 the club we were like the band that played there the most you know that was our kind of our home home scene and so we saw the birth of the whole jam band scene. We saw Fish and Dave Matthews and, and Widespread Panic. They were all playing the Wetlands, you know, uh, Blues Traveler, all those bands. Um, we just watched them all go by us <laughs> to the great beyond. Right. Um, <laughs> but um, so we saw that scene and I when I don't think I would have believed that all these years after Jerry's passing, that the scene would be as strong and diverse as it is. And it's just, um, I think that when it comes to the Grateful Dead music, I think the longevity has been proven. It has a lot to do with the, the strength of the songs for one thing that these songs are, uh, they're um they're not time time specific you know they they can exist they they could work 200 years ago like 200 years from now they'll still make sense uh the strong melodies and they have uh compelling lyrics and they're not um um what's the word i'm looking for uh it's just not some. Uh, it's not a flash. Of, of, yeah, flash in the pan. Part of the day, you know, yeah. the, like, the, like, the the popular culture. Until they capture it's, the it's human condition, just, uh, and always. I'm sorry. That they capture the human condition, like no matter what, you know, yeah, it's relevant yeah. to, like you're saying, to any time, and they change with us too. It, it, right. There's nothing like right. it. So you get to, you know. They can be, and they're and they're just open enough so that you can breathe new life into them, all different kinds of ways, and it's still, um, and it's still that song, and it's still that tradition. Having said that, that there's all these bands that aren't even playing Grateful Dead, but they're taking the openness and the experimentalism of the Grateful Dead, and they've run with that. And uh, I, I think there's always going to be a part of the population that, that doesn't want this canned, free plan music. They, they want to they be challenged a little bit more. You know, they have that sense of adventure. They don't want to, 
I mean, one of the fun things about going to see the dead was you, you never knew if they were going to break out some song they never even rehearsed or something like yeah. that. It, you know, even if it was a bomb, it was fun <laughs> and they were taking a chance. Or like one of the things I used to say was I'd be sitting in, you know, giant stadium and they'd be in the middle of space. And I just like, damn, man, they're playing 20 minutes of atonal music in giant stadium. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can get away with that they, shit. But these guys, that's right. There'd be four people, you know, at the knitting factory in lower Manhattan, you know, watching this kind of stuff. But uh, I just thought that was awesome. You know, they were pushing the, pushing the limit out there and uh, challenging people that way too. Yeah. And seeing where it's gone is, is such a trip, man. And, and also like we just, a couple of weeks ago we went and saw goose and uh, I, I'm seeing like 18, 19 year old deadheads now. Like a whole new generation is coming Coming up up that is turned on and, ready to party and wants to be at the shows and knows the music. And it's really, it, it, it really is true that like the music never stops. And also the community never stops. It's this like snake eating its tail thing for just going on and on and being old enough to have seen a cycle is a trip. I can't even imagine having be in your shoes and like seen it from the infancy all the way till now and and how big the scene is yeah i mean we see it in our audiences i mean our audiences are largely uh a little bit skew a little older but we there's always young people there that no way could have uh forget about seeing the dead i mean they weren't even like you know they still (laughs) it's like 10 years after they were after jerry died they were probably born you know i i can't even wrap my head around that but you know they're finding the music and they're loving it and and they're not um you know they're not just rebelling against their grandmothers or whatever right (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and they're a lot of their parents turn them on to it some of them know but like those are the ones that I'm keeping my eye on. Like, I want to see what those kids are going to do musically because they have, they have all the music from right now that they're taking influence of and all the stuff that you and I grew up on that they're taking influence of. So it's, it's going to birth some new thing that we don't even know what it is right now. Like it, we have no clue. It's something new. And you know, that's one of the things about, um, I don't know. I was a very, uh, picky deadhead i was uh what just picky like i yeah like i wouldn't listen to anything but the dead for a very long time anything that wasn't grateful dead i didn't want to have anything to do with it it just didn't didn't do that thing for me and um you know maybe five six years ago maybe after fairly well is when i started like listening listening to more stuff yeah with different ears and i'm really grateful to the dead for creating the framework for all these bands to do their thing man and giving us the foundation for the scene that we're all part of because without them i doubt that there would be much like this you know yeah I, i just don't think so hard to see it coming that's for sure yeah 
Yeah. So as far as Dark Star goes, Jeff, like I know that COVID put a damper on everybody's party plans. Um, but you know, it seems like things are starting to chill out it, a little bit. Dark Star Jubilee is happening, I saw. Yeah. So yeah. can you tell me a little bit about the Jubilee? Because we've never been. Well, it's in um in Ohio, uh a place called Legend Valley that used to be called uh uh Dad used to play there. Um lake buckeye lake buckeye lake okay that's 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 where it is buckeye lake and uh now it's called legend valley but it's this and big big giant beautiful permanent stage there and uh we just have our own festival it's a relatively small festival i maybe like i don't know five thousand people or something like that it's small and uh we play every night and uh we've had a lot of we have great bands come um geez what can i even think of you know i think <laughs> we're having like railroad earth and uh and um yonder belvin we've had mickey hart we've had we've had uh kreutzman there um when he had that band with um I'm sorry. It's called Billy and the Kids. No, the one before that with the seven. Is it Seven Walkers? Seven Walkers. That's it. Yeah, they were there. They were great. Yeah, man. And and, um, anyway, we Billy Strings was there a few years ago. We just it's all good bands. Hot Tuna played about five years in a row. (laughs) We have them. We had a great time with them. It sounds like we need to go to a Dark Star Jubilee. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a really like- good, um, it's a really good, uh, see, like, it's just enough people where everybody, it's like mellow, you know, That's like right. where everybody's hanging together. Yeah. It's not like you're fighting this mammoth crowd, you know. Uh, I mean, it's a lot of people, but it's, you know, you're not going to get to know them all, but, but, but there's definitely a vibe to it, like, and the people that's what people really like about it. All right. I'm in. That's sold. <laughs> <laughs> so for our 200th episode, um, we had Donna Jean on. And uh, oh. talking to her was, um, I, I can't even explain. I mean, I don't need to explain it to you. you Me and him you. are both like giddy little schoolgirls leading up to it and like nervous. And like, I mean, it's Donna and she, oh, what a sweetheart. Well, and you know, when the, we were getting close to the end of the, of the conversation and I couldn't finish the interview with her. I started crying because I, I was like, holy shit, this thing that I've like loved and um, been a part of for 30 whatever years. I'm like, I'm at the table with it now and I'm talking, you know what I mean? Like I, I lost my shit. I I was like an idiot just crying. (laughs) And, uh, I, I'm wondering like for you, man, being in a band with her, that's, that's, that's big energy. That's, that's intense shit. And just what, what was that like for you? Like meeting her and, and playing with her 
Well, when we met, we we really hit it off, uh, just on a personal level, and uh, you know, to the point where you know she sat in with uh, the Centricsters, and uh, we kind of knew right away that we were going to end up doing something together, mm-hmm. and then uh, we became like best friends, and we've written songs together, and you know, I'm still in touch with her all the time. You know, we uh, kind of more or less retired these days but uh, but uh she's just wonderful so much fun and uh so sweet mm-hmm. and uh um and much maligned too i mean uh she, she's so much more talented than people realize yes and that, that breaks my heart you know they're always saying you know, we see horrible stuff about her singing playing playing in the band or something like that on the <laughs> internet. And people don't know what they're talking about, man. I'd like to see anybody that's know. talking shit like that get up there with no well, monitor and and when say, we talked to her, she had such a good sense of humor because it came we we didn't want to bring that, but it came up a little and she's she like she Yeah, she brought it up and she's like, Hey, hey, the boy the boys and you know, all those boys didn't have the best voices either and it was very loud. But she had a good sense of humor about it and was like and she is amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah, she knows what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then her boys too, we talked about because I saw they're at the gonna be a Dark Star Jubilee boom box. Talked about them a little, and she that that was funny because it was like, "Are you into you know your boys' music?" And she's like, "Yeah, not my cup of tea, but <laughs> I you know I listen." <laughs> where do you where do you stand on that stuff, Jeff? With the with the EDM and stuff, are you are you down with it or? No, that's kind of not my uh, not your bag. Not really my thing. Um, uh, uh, but I'm open to I'm open to music in general. I I would listen to any if somebody had something to recommend. I would, I'd give it a listen. Right on. Because you know, there's there's all kinds of uh, um, branches off. But uh, that's that's a particular scene. I think you know first fits a fits kind of a a role in uh, in a certain kind of partying. <laughs> right. Yeah. <a> certain kind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, we'll just we'll we'll leave it at that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, man, I, uh, again, Jeff, I'm really, really fucking excited to see you guys play at Skull and Roses, brother. I am, uh, that raceway, you guys are going to tear that place apart, I'm sure. And yeah, looking forward to it's gonna be fun. And again, man, from the heart, thank you so much for what you've done for this family and, and, uh, and all the fun that we've had listening yeah, to you guys. love. I can't <laughs> wait, to, can't wait to see you in person, man. Well, that's how we feel, you know, I and mean, we're just so grateful that people come out all the time and. And, uh, you know, so I've, I've been so fortunate to, to, to make my living my whole life with a guitar in my hand. Aww. Congratulations you know, I, on that. Yeah. I mean, really grateful for that. I, especially since I don't have any abilities anywhere else. At all. <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking nailed it, man. You like fries with that, sir? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, thank goodness you picked up that guitar. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I wouldn't even know where to start. <laughs> I'm just curious. Do we always ask? Because I've seen little little glimpses behind you. Is is that a cat behind you? You have a pet back behind you. I saw. Or am I or am I seeing things? You saw something move on the couch. Yes, that's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> 
I thought I saw a cat over there. At one hiding point. behind me. Oh, that's funny. Well, hello. <laughs> he wants to stay hidden. So that's fine. Know, that's I'm fine. In that I, chair, you know what else to do. No, I saw it too. Okay, <laughs> that's funny, man. She must have a blankie or something. All right. <laughs> well, Jeff, again, man. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us, brother. And, yeah. And, uh, you oh, know, it was a pleasure. We were really fun. Yeah, oh, super right fun. on. And uh, we'll see you in uh, April. Like, yeah, six, down on the beach. Whatever. I, yeah, I can't you'll do be here before you know it. Yeah, yeah man. You'll be here before you know it. Sun will be shining. We'll be on the beach, man. All right. Right on. We'll talk to you soon, man. Take care. All right. Have a great Thanks, night. Thanks, Jeff. You don't want to sit in the dark. Nah. Well, I well, mean, sometimes you do, while. but most of the time when it's nighttime outside, you want to turn lights on in your house. That's true. And you don't want to have boring lights in your house. You want to have lights that inspire you, that make you feel good, that like, you know, make you reminded of all the awesome concerts that you've been to or your favorite sports team or a cartoon character that you love or a superhero that you idolize. Or your know, favorite shape. Yeah. yeah, just hey, a, your favorite shape. Really Actually, shapes, the man. circles are really beautiful. <laughs> true, yeah. true. And we're gonna keep it classy. We know Finn and Wheel had you classy. Well, Electric Fish Lights has you classy too. That's right. Yes, they Go do. Go to electricfishlights.com and make sure to check out what they got going on over there with amazing IQ technology lighting. Interlocking quadrilaterals. Yeah, you got to look that one up. I'm not saying the whole thing again, but <laughs> hey, here's the thing. All the lights come with a 12-year energy-efficient safe-to-leave-on bulb, a hardware kit to hang the light, a 12-foot cord. They're safe to use outside. You can put them in your room. You can put them in your easy-up. You can bring them camping if you have a generator to plug them into. You could pretty much take these things anywhere, and they are hooking all of you guys up with 25% off. So make sure you put in the promo code NSR when you're checking out. You're seeing a trend here, aren't you? Promo code NSR. And you're going to get Delaware Magic in your box. What's Delaware Magic, Aaron? What's Delaware Magic? Magic from Delaware. That's right. Thank you, Apple. Oh, I was right. Yeah, you were. You know, it could be a t-shirt. It could be... Good vibes. A crystal. It could be, I don't know, something from the store from Electric Fish Lights. And if you happen to be in the area in Rehoboth Beach, there's a couple locations out there. So go to electricfishlights.com. Check it out. And if you're in the area, go say hi. Tell them you're part of the No Simple Road family. When you're checking out, put in the promo code NSR. Define your mind define your premium cannabis experience yeah. by coming and visiting us at one of the two locations up in the portland area hillsborough and forest grove apple yes have you been defined i have been defined for quite a while now i work at the hillsborough location monday through friday but you can come visit visit at either store seven days a week when you come in you make sure to say that you are a listener to the podcast hey man and I we will to the give, podcast you, know, you get 10 percent off sir and you get a free t-shirt well i listen to the podcast too and well, you I'm get 10 percent off too well, and thanks. if you wear your t-shirt back you get an extra five percent for a total of 15 percent every time you come in and visit wow. Man. It is pretty far out. So if you need medication in the cannabis realm, come and visit us. We will take our time with you to get you suited to what you need, no matter what it be. Lotions, flour, you know, whatever. Dabs, vape we, carts. And we got a big thing happening. April 1st, Oregon is moving over to 100 milligram edibles, and we whoa. will be getting stocked up, getting ready for that. For those of you out there that don't understand what that means, five milligrams makes me have a panic attack. So Aaron's you, a cheap date. Yeah. Yes, he so is. <laughs> you, you too can have a, a, what is how many times five? I don't know, hundred something, 50. 
I don't know. I'm bad at math. A lot more panic attacks. 100 milligrams wow. is a lot. Yeah. It's more than the for, perfect For night. most people it is, but for some people it's hardly anything. You so. know my tolerance, bro. Yeah. So come on out. <laughs> visit us. Make sure you tell us that you listen to get that discount, and we will treat you right. Define premium care. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. And that, everybody, is the one and only Jeff Matson. Thanks, Jeff, once again for being part of our world, man. Yes. That was super fun. And way to go, Apple. <laughs> His wife's a cat. That's yeah, cool, it's a cat, cat woman. Right. I got gotcha. you. I see what I see what you that what that you was did. funny. I was I was like kind of flustered and embarrassed at the end, but it it was funny. You're funny. I I know. <laughs> did I mention there's going to be a beach involved no, pretty soon? No, you didn't, Not that man. it ends with the beach. You know, for for somebody that like okay, we were just having a conversation. Oh, hey, hey, no, no, some poor family. We're back. We're back. Um, we were just having a conversation before we started recording tonight out on the porch and. We were discussing um, having a, a hot tub here at the house. It would be cool to have a hot tub. And um, Apple was like, we were talking about all pitching. And Apple's like, I'm going to opt out because that's something that probably I would only use once. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, you, you don't like sitting in hot tubs? He's like, oh, no. I, I lived in a house in Vegas for years with one. And I only sat in it once. And I have to, like, get in a cold pool right after. So this this is this guy that doesn't like heat. It's yeah. all excited about going to the beach and being in the sun in California. The ocean's cold. I'm ocean not talking about the ocean. Cold. I'm talking about being at the beach. But that's his oh, association. Okay. Yeah. Well, plus I love this because it's April in California. It's not like the middle of July or anything. It will be sunny. I have to hide from the sun because I'm so pasty. But yeah, I know I'm looking forward to be. It's just the environment and the smell, the smell of the ocean. You hear the waves in the background like. The beach is awesome. I agree. I just, yeah. I, I didn't take you for a beach lover. Yeah. If it was like, it, it was like Skull and Roses at the hot tub, I'd be like, oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know. You don't want to do that? Yeah. Oh no, gosh. I need a cold beverage like all the time to pour on myself. Yeah. Anyway, you could just pour the ocean on yourself this, this, I was going to say this weekend at this festival. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know. Well, I hey, guess, I mean, if I want to drive down to the Oregon coast, I could do it this weekend too. You could. But I think we're busy this we weekend. We are busy this weekend. I, well, we're probably getting ready to go to the show right now. Yeah. In the future. Because. Yeah. Thursday night. Yeah. It's Thursday. We're getting ready to leave to go to see Sponge open for the special, man. I. I'm really excited to see the special live. Like, that's a lot of energy that those guys. Put yeah, they were well because they were coming up to Eugene and they had a can they had to cancel a couple times Twice. and they yeah. were here they were here once and we missed them because there was a conflict or something. Yeah. So, like I said, that's a lot of energy, man. Any band that can cover Primus's Frizzle Fry in its in entirety from beginning to end and do it nail ju- it do it justice and then add your 
own awesome twist onto it as well. Yeah, and and also to see Sponge open for those guys. Yeah, that's exciting. That's you know like that's that's our hometown boys there. Yeah, opening you know the specials, n- no small act. Like that's kind of a big deal. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I, I've been, well, you, you know, I've been just jonesing to see Le Special since we talked to him. I just, I, I, I love their music. Yeah, and if you haven't listened to that episode with Le Special, and if you don't know who they are, here's what I suggest. I suggest going and listening to the episode first without listening to the band. Get to know those guys, and then listen to the music that they're making, because it's... There's a lot of power there, man. Yeah, a whole lot of power. And, and like we say, they go, if you are a Primus fan or even if you're not, go check out the, uh, of them tributing the Frizzle Fry and, album. And if you Just go to the, amazing. Yeah, if you go to their Instagram, they are going to be doing it again live. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Very soon. So I can't remember the dates or where, but I just saw it today. Actually. Heck yeah. They're going to be doing it live. So, yeah. And then tomorrow night, we're going to see Pigeons, man. I mean, that's always a boogie down. We have some new friends that are going that I'm so excited. Oh, about. that's right. Yeah. Friday night, too. Yes. Oh, shit. That's right. I'm very excited. It's going to be amazing. That's like their first experience with a jam bandy. Kinda. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've seen plenty of concerts. Yeah, lots of lots of shows. But I don't know that they've done anything like they have. Like they this. haven't done a show with us. With us. No, mm. no. We are all looking forward to it. Going to get turnt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and pigeons, man. I mean, pigeons just makes me think of Jason and Audrey immediately. Yes. I, yeah, I cannot think about pigeons without the thinking kids. about and the kids. The, yeah. the Abel family. Yeah. They introduced us to pigeons playing ping pong, and I will be eternally grateful for yes. that i think i i've said this before on the show but like what a glorious night it was too going to see pigeons was the turning point for myself musically to opening up to the wider jam band scene like that was the catalyst for me really yeah for real for real like before that i was very grateful dead centric and like my favorite was j-rad and <laughs> was really into seeing dead and company still and um, hadn't really given the newer stuff a, a good solid try. And Jason all because of Jason saying, get off the fucking fence and come fly with the flock. Like, <laughs> and thank you, Jason. Yeah, again, it started so a much. thing. He started a thing here. And I love you, Audrey. I know. Yeah. That family is very special to us. So if you're here in town, man, and you don't have anything going on Friday night, I would highly suggest grabbing yourself a ticket. Yes. Coming to hang out with us at the Crystal Ballroom. Um, Come shake it off. Apple, can you look up what time Doors is? Well, and then talking about pigeons, too, like we say, Karina Reichman is opening. We we recently had an episode with her. And it's just amazing. And the music that she is putting out with oh her gosh. band. That's going to be so fun to get started for Pigeons. Oh, my God. Oh, it's my amazing. gosh. She's going to rock it she, out. Can you talk like a hype person? Yes. Like she is hype embodied. <laughs> <laughs> In the dictionary, next yes. to hype, it's a picture of Karina. That's a good uh, word to be associated with. It, yeah, she's definitely not boring. There is a lot of energy there. And we, the, we talk about that in the interview. She's not boring. Didn't we remember? We, I feel like we we mentioned that. Or, okay. 
yeah. reference that somehow. Apple, do you, do you find it? Looks like eight o'clock. Okay, so let's let's do this. There's 30 tickets left, it says. Oh, cool. Okay. So if there's 30 people out there that can still come shake a tail feather at Pigeons Playing Ping Pong with Karina Reichman on Friday night. Doors are at 8? Is that what you said? Or the show starts at 8? It looks show like the show eight. starts at 8, okay, so doors the, are probably 7. Okay, here's the deal. No Simple Road family in Portland, Oregon. This is going out to all of you. Hear ye, hear ye. We are going to be on the corner right there <laughs> at the front of the Crystal Ballroom at about 7.15. in that corner. About 7.15. Maybe 7.25. We're going to be there on the corner if you want to come hang out with us and meet up with us before the show and we can all go in together and hang out as a family. That's where we're going to be. So if you want to meet up with us, that's your invite. And you could just walk up and be like, yo, you guys invited me. And then we'll be like, come on, let's go. I'll be like, all right, come on. Let's hit it. All right, then. So, yeah, that is your cordial invitation to come boogie it. Cordially uh, invited? Yeah. You have been cordially invited by the No Simple Road family to meet us in front of the Crystal Ballroom at 720. And uh, we can all go and hang out and um, have a good time together. It'll be fun. Trust me. I know what I'm talking about. I like having fun. I do it all the time. This is going to be a fun night. I'm really oh, excited. There we go. Okay, 6.30, doors open. All right. So, yeah, that's a little early. So, yeah, we'll be out there at 7. 7, 7.15-ish. Yeah. So, <laughs> we'll be there. Trust me. Roughly. Roughly. No, Maybe. We might Roughly. just If you miss us, catch eight. us inside. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, for real, though, we are doing, like, a meetup out front at 7.15. So, meet us out there. And, uh, yeah, that's that. So, Mel, how's your week been? Um, Mel's got a lot. Mel's got more to report than anybody. I had so much going on, but currently I'm not feeling my best. My nose is a little stuffy. Um, I'm feeling fine, like mentally. It's just I think because of this crazy week that I had, and then went right into my work week. Just took a little bit of extra energy. What kind of crazy week? Well, the crazy week was I was in L.A. with our grandson, our daughter, and our son-in-law. And it was honestly such a great vacation and good time needed. Like on the heels of that, we had made this major change to the house and brought the studio downstairs and Apple moved upstairs. And then I had to leave like that next day. So I haven't even been able to like enjoy the space that I created and got out of the move. Oh yeah. Your basement got hooked up. Yeah. Too. The basement is gorgeous. I just went down there right before we started to record and, um, we just was like basking in how gorgeous it is and like so proud of it. Like it makes me really grateful to be in this house. It makes me really happy to Apple for like grateful to Apple for like, doing that so mm-hmm. that we can all have what we have now um it feels so good in this room and so anyway i was in la with my daughter and she treated me she rolled out the red carpet um she took me to i got a facial she we had a little chic dinner party with wine and card you're games. so fancy i was fancy i was wearing my dress and everything i put my hair in an updo <laughs> 
Um, and oh, I saw that. That's the video you post every day. Every <laughs> oh, she, yeah, she recorded that little cute. They we had a fire. They know um, how to how they know how to do it. Oh, they that, do. The, the food was them and their crew down oh, there. Oh my mm-hmm. god! Sydney made the best salad. Adam was slaving over the um, fried rice. Um, we had appetizers, gyoza, you know, uh, veggie rolls, like all this amazing stuff, and. Um, then we watched the Kanye West um, video. The Pete Davidson yes. claymation and Kanye West thing. What? How was that? We had a, a Kim Kardashian Kanye West debate. Like, All right. It was, wow. <laughs> it was crazy and fun. And then what did we do? We had um, we got our nails done. And you got to hang out with the baby, man, our grandson. So me and Jasper had a bathroom a dim light dance party to 2001 fish fish yeah we were getting down he was jasper likes fish we were dancing to fish that's what i put on and he was boogieing with me we were like match dancing like i put my foot out he put his foot out i put my foot back he put his foot back and like we were how old is he he's three yeah and he's got the moves. He's, he's being moves. raised in that family. He he's brought got the, the moves. speaker in the bathroom. He's the one that started the party. <laughs> he did wow. start the party. I was like, dang, okay, we're going to do this. And it, he man. turned the light off. Fuck and so yeah. I was like, okay, we're having a party. And he's like, yeah. So we had a dance party with Fish. And Sydney busted open and busted us dancing. And she was like, what? You guys are having fun. And then she came in and we started dancing. And. It was a little bit of silly. I got to play grandma. I got to play my, I got to see Sydney in her beautiful new place in Topanga Canyon. Um, we went to the beach. Like it, it was everything I needed. Right on. Hell everything yeah. I needed. Dope. And then I came back to you being cute and picked me up. And um, it was amazing. I had a lot of like little mini experiences. Um, had some weird spiritual thing go on there, but um, we'll leave that for another story another time. Okay, <laughs> you were you were missed too. Yeah, you always are. It was you were you were talking to you're talking to Cody. You're saying Aaron's like when she leaves, it's it's like cool for like forty five minutes. That's about it. He came down late, like, okay, I'm going to go play my guitar and do that. And then, like, 45 minutes later, he's like, Mel's gone. What are you guys doing? What's <laughs> happening, man? Nuh-uh. I was like, oh. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. No, that's not what happened at all. You, you know what? It's Here's the thing. <laughs> What's I, the thing, Dave? I've been home for all of COVID, and Mel and I got to spend a lot more time together because yeah, of that. Yeah, we really have. And because of working from home. And so not only is she my best friend, but I'm used to her being around. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when she's Absolutely. gone, I'm not I'm not fucking moping around the house. No, but, no, you're not moping. But it sucks. And, and, and it's for all of us. We we all, me, like the four of us one night we're having dinner and it's like, we're sitting at the dinner table. We're Silent. hardly talking. Yep. We're just we're like we're like it's so quiet. A pin what? drop. Like the like the energy. You bring the energy up for sure. It reminds me when of it during Star Wars when they turn the Death Star on and he pulls that switch and it's like that's what happens. Powers to the house. down, just like the whole house powers Aww. down for a little while. Well, Turns into like four <laughs> lazy men. That's good to know, and it feels good. Um, and it's, I mean. 
I feel bad, but don't feel bad. <laughs> no, don't feel no, bad. Not bad. Like I'm shit. not. I'm like I'm not gonna do it again. I just feel <laughs> bad. I feel that. Well, it's one of those shit. good things too. It's like like, like like anybody when they're gone for a little bit, everybody appreciates you a little more yeah. when you come back. It it's a nice good to thing come to have separation once you're in a while. You're all lovely and cute and excited yeah. to see me, and that's I, I that's was. kind of my favorite part of leaving and come is coming back. Yeah, it was. It was a it was a really good week, man. I got to really like get to know this space down here. You know, I Aww. realized that since we moved into this house, I haven't spent any time in this room. Nobody has really. All. No, barely. You guys have watched like what Ryder's the one that spent the most time in this room. He'd come down and watch uh, a few series we watched together and a movie once in a while. Otherwise. I was in this room, this huge room by myself most of the time. Yeah. And it, it, it cut off an entire part of the house for me. Yeah, for sure. And, um, so I didn't, my energy wasn't in here at all. And, uh, yeah, that's true. It, you being gone. Like I spent a lot of time in here. I, I slept on the couch after work and like, I forget he's down here. I come home and it's like, did he go to fucking bed already? And then I remember down here is now where Aaron hangs out. Yeah. And just played my guitar a whole bunch. And I sent you that song. And That was really beautiful. That was a highlight because I'm having this great time. And then you're like, hey, play the song. And I literally was going from one activity to another thing to another thing. It's think about when we were parents of a small child. Oh, yeah, no, I get it. You know, like there's always something going on. Like, do you have to go pee? Do you have to eat? Do you have to take a nap? Like, I still when, so, when he sent you the song, did he tell you it was him? No, he said you should listen to the did song. Did you know right? Oh yeah, Mel this, knows. My, I know. My I know his voice. voice. That singing voice was different than I've heard coming out of him before. It was like he was belting it out more. It was. It took, yeah, I was more liberated. Me, I, like twenty seconds in, I'm I'm like, this is cool. I was like, is this Aaron that he came back in the room? I was like, is this? He's like, yeah, that's me. And Cody said the same thing when you sent it to. He didn't realize it was you at first. Yeah. And then asked too if you wrote it. Was like, did you write that? No. Sounds like it does. This lyric sound like something that Aaron would write. Does, that's a dope song. Yeah. It's what's the name yeah, of the so song? God damn it! I can't remember the name of the song. I sent it to you. Create like starts with a C. Uh, hang on a second. But it, full disclosure, I saw um, Jared Delaney, Delaney yeah. do it on Instagram, and I was like, that song is dope. And I wonder if I could do that. And of course you. I can. was down here by myself, and I was like, looked it up. I was like, I'm gonna give it a try. Nobody was home, and I was like, wow, that doesn't sound half bad i'm gonna record it and see what it sounds like and then i recorded it and I was what like, did you think it sounded like i mean it was rough the guitar was rough because i was just learning the song but it sounded good uh, the song is um sideways by travis meadows yeah it was way off i had i had never heard of travis meadows before his albums are super cool and that song sideways man yeah rarely is an entire song my life story but that one definitely is um in a lot of ways so yeah did that and just i don't know just getting to know this place and it made the whole house feel different Aww. and uh i just i'm really grateful it it's strange when when you live somewhere for a while you forget that it was ever new 
<laughs> yes. Do you know what I mean I know by that? Yes. And so there was a lot of magic when we first got here. Yes. It was very like charged. Oh my gosh. I remember that. Time. And being down here, I told you this the other day. Yeah. I, it made, made me feel like we just moved in here again. That same feeling of like, oh, wow. It's yeah. fresh and shiny. Oh my God. We get to live here. Like that <laughs> feeling. Yes. Grateful like, for the yeah, space. Grateful. So grateful. And like, just grateful for the, um, the studio space too, man. Like I didn't realize like Apple, you, you brought it up about like how you wanted to get out of the room yeah. when we were done. Like it was cramped. Oh, it, it was, was very, so cramped. Very, Absolutely. Like, pushed in and closed off. And like, it just, when we were recording it, it was, it, it and yeah, I said that to Aaron when you were gone, I, I was like, I hate to say it. I mean it. I don't mean it in a negative way, but I was like relieved when we were done to get out of that room. It was claustrophobic. Darwin had no play. He was always fussing around, yeah. bumping into stuff. We we had to move everything. It was it was always just kind of cramped and didn't allow comfort and like openness like it does down here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just feels different, and and it does feel different. Doing interviews feels different down here. Everything, yes, everything does. So I'm. And, and, it, and it, the thing I love about it, too, like we we're talking about me switching the rooms and stuff like this, this was my bedroom. This is a huge room. It's like 30 by 20. You know, it's a, it's a big room. And I I was becoming it's an awesome room. It's so awesome. I was becoming like a hermit and complacent. Like, I fucking love this room. It's like I just get home and lay on the couch until I fall asleep and then walk over to bed. And it wasn't conducive to me being motivated. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, I and absolutely. And now it's Dude, the, uh, way better. Is it was too comfortable? Yeah, too comfortable. Yeah. Who, so who there is such a thing. A thing. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. Come on, too well, anything. That, isn't that called? It's that's not. Is that sloth? Gluttony. Yeah. No, gluttony is like overdoing Overeating, it. yeah, okay. overindulging. Sloth yeah, sloth is sloth. like laziness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Man, I get it. I mean, but I I feel like it's just different. Like It is different. It's just been, everything feels different. We did a good job. I just got a few more. I got, uh, there's two corners in here that I got to get all the chalks figured out. And it, and it looks out. fine, too. Yeah, like, oh, it, oh, yeah, yeah. It goes with the room, with yeah. the decor. It's cool. Yeah, but it's getting cleaned up. Mm-hmm. Please do. Um, yeah, so I don't know, man. I um, you being gone, it it gives me, it gives me a little space and time to, um, you know, do my own thing. Be yourself, yeah. But, I, but I'm not. It my own thing is the same thing as when you're here. I realize too. Like it's no but different. It is. I just have company. It is here. different in this way because. No matter what, everyone needs alone time. Everybody needs alone time. You do, because you just relate to yourself differently when you're alone. That's like point blank. There's no other way. Like, I I understand because I freaking love being with you. I don't feel like I need to be, like, I wanted you to be there the whole time. We were like, the Sydney really missed you and kept yeah. mentioning. She was like, I wish dad was here. He would love it. Dad would have so much fun. Dad, like, she just, and Adam really missed you and stuff. And when we'd call you, you know, Jasper would be like, where's grandpa? You know, Darwin, mm. you know, like, so your presence was missed and then going to sleep really sucks without <laughs> you like that, yeah, especially a, in a weird place. And I'm, I was 
fucking cold. After. This room was freezing that I stayed in. And I wasn't just dressed properly. I was thinking, oh, it's going to be sunny in, in California. California. Yeah. California. No, the freaking Topanga Canyon is exactly like hanging out in our front porch with the shade. Oh, yeah, those trees. canyons are cold. Oh, it's they were, It was freezing. And so it was, um, you know, all those little things. You just realize, like, I don't never spend really like a l- amount of time by myself yeah. and it's good for me to do that to think like i said relate differently and giving the kids my full attention is i feel like my gift because i got home today and i get a little text while i was at work not home today but i was at at work today i should say i get a text from um adam and he sent me the sweetest text and how my light was is missed and they feel inspired and motivated and they just, he was being thanking me for spending time and can't wait till we hang out again. That's, you know, and that's my son-in-law, as, you know, as parents and grandparents, like that's the, the one thing that we can give that's irreplaceable. Full attention. Yeah, attention. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It, it's and time. Yeah, that's, I mean, kind of like one Mm -hmm. and the same almost. But yeah, you're 100% right. That's really, it was great to go to the swamp meet with my daughter and let (laughs) Jasper run around the playground and get his little cheeks like pink and get in the car and and be cute as could be. Those memories are precious. And usually I don't post too much on Instagram, but I do on stories when I'm gone just so that, you know, I can have a connection with you and, and just, you know, share my my happiness, my joy. Yeah. And you know, too, like it, things are about to get really busy for us. Yes. Um, you know, we got skull and roses in a few weeks and then Mojo Fest, we have Beltane, we have Northwest string summit. You've got summer meltdown, like all this stuff is coming up. We have Dick's tickets. We're going to New York to see fish. We're Billy strings, Billy strings tickets oh at God. Edgefield. Okay. Like it's fully fucking on and it was good to have a moment to just like Zen out and claim this space and be with myself before the, in the circus comes to town. You know what I mean? Yes. Cause it's, I, it's coming. I like it too. That's what I was going to say. It's, it's funny when, when, cause Mel's not gone. Are you, there's not much that, you guys do separate other than Mel going to LA once in a while. And one of my favorite things is to hint, cause we, we all kind of watch a lot of the same shows. I'm like, Oh dude, you got to watch that episode of servant. He's like, Nope, that's a me and Mel show. Nope. Aww. Like he's got the ones he watched. And I was like, dude, it was so he's like, shh, shh. he's like that. That's for when Mel gets back. That that's our show. Cause yeah, I don't cheat on. on no, he does. And it, it's cute. When he said it, it's like psh, Apple. It's me and Mel show. Don't talk about when it. When I'm away from you, I literally never think about the television. TV, so I'll yeah. never well, do you're that. You're visiting people. You're <laughs> yeah. busy unless you're like having movie night or something. You know, the other thing too, I'm happy for for Sid and Adam and uh, Jasper that they moved up into Top- Topanga Canyon. Like those those Dude, hill those hills are there's a lot of lore and magic. In there those really hills. is. Mm-hmm. And those Dude. little you posted like the little few of the spots you stopped like up there. There's some old stuff that's been there forever dude. these little side and attractions commun- on the side of the dude, road the community there is so strong it is in full effect they have when we went to the swap meet the we walk in and the lady that walked in was an angel's heart like just 
telling us, oh, are you a member, a community member? We do all this and this for the kids. That whole entire playground was built by volunteer hands and donated materials. It's only 20 bucks. Like she gave us a whole spiel. We walk about two feet. Oh, are you Sydney? Nice to meet you. Oh, so-and-so told me you were moving. Like immediately there was like community. community. Oh, is this Jasper? Hi. Like everything. It was amazing. She's like, I totally want to hang out. I was going to come to the dinner party, but da, 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 da. Like it made me so proud that she got to, she's living in this place that's so close knit. And all of these people are, I mean, super talented. Like there's so many people that are artists artists and and craftsmen. Exactly. In this area. And so like, it's just kind of like a little bit more mature, which is exactly what Sydney needs. She and Adam are, you know, they need to kind of settle down and, and yeah, do their parents, their they're, parents. And so like do a whole different gig. And, and when I was up there, they were talking about that and you will hear a future episode of win, win coming up in April. They are going to be releasing an album so we're gonna have and we're going to have win, 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 win on, on the show. Oh well, yeah. So stay tuned for That's that. That's a win, win situation. Oh, I couldn't help it. But yeah, it's been awesome, man. And, uh, I am, I'm ready for the circus to come to town. I'm ready to to do our thing. It's Start winter's having fun. over. Springtime is here. What about you, Apple? Oh, it, oh my my week my week. Well, we talked about a lot of it there. the The only other thing of my that my week included is that this weekend I house sat for my boss at Define Premium Cannabis, Woo-hoo. and I watched her dog. Uh, it's an English bulldog. It's like three three and a half. It is a little ham hawk. They're their youngest son calls it Fat Pizza Truck, which I now understand. I always thought it was just like a cute name. It's Fat Pizza Truck. Uh, those dogs just barrel into you, like like slamming against my leg when he wanted a treat if he tried to ignore her. And <laughs> I, I just had a fun weekend. It was a weekend, which like we were saying, we don't, you know, we're, we're so busy all the time. Usually, you know, it's work five days a week and uh, recording during the week in the evenings, doing interviews on the weekend. It, yeah. It's yeah, it's, it's it was nice to have yeah. a couple days. Of, I, I had nothing to do you know other just, than hang out with this cute little bulldog that just I just realized that this, one of the first times I can think of that all three of us were, were apart ourselves we're all in, in separate places yeah that's um unique yeah very that rarely happened maybe one of us gone or you guys gone for the weekend yeah. but we are wow. all in separate places that I can't remember last time that's that crazy mm-hmm. that we that's significant mm-hmm. yeah yeah, so that I mean that was pretty much Over my weekend. I, I weekend. had a great time. I you know I, I picked that they got kids, so I ate I ate a whole bunch of snacks. <laughs> I told I told I was like I ate, I I ate every single bag of I love those baked the bear baked apple chips. You know what oh, I'm talking yeah, about? The, like dehydrated. Yes. There was like there's like ten packs of those. I, I ate them all. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> They're so damn good. There was cinnamon and regular and Fuji and something else. I I I told her to this morning when I saw her at work. I was like, so if you didn't notice, I drank all of Oliver's apple juice. I ate all the apple chips. I ate the Cheez Its. I did <laughs> this and that. But it was it was just a fun, relaxed weekend. And you deserve but then it. It, was, it was very nice to come home yesterday. Mel got home. Mel was home. Er, er, the house was back to whole. <laughs> when I got home yesterday 
and it was cool to be gone and then walk into that feeling of everybody back and yeah. darwin yeah. is always pleased when everybody's back home yeah, i know darwin right. gave me such a good greeting when i got home he ain't right. when somebody's when one of the clan is he's missing, just he's, he's just he's just an anticipation anticipation of them coming home sits out in the front yard staring down the driveway yeah yeah I, well i i get it <laughs> yeah and then beyond beyond that weekend now it's like what we, we, we've been talking about this whole thing is getting excited for the couple shows uh well, tonight the little special show tomorrow night the pigeon show Dang. and then just then I gotta just get, more I gotta get and right. more after that better start taking some vitamins and <laughs> minerals and Hey, I've got memory, my ginger tea right here, my second cup. And I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> Building up. I'm With getting the lion's there. mane, some alpha brain, get it going. Yeah, it's on. Um, yeah, you guys, it, it feels like we're on the crest of a wave. Yes. And uh, it does. It's yeah, daylight savings just happened. Spring is right around the corner. It's super yeah, exciting. And that's f- an, another thing I wanted to, uh, sorry, baby, to feel what? To feel like we're back. It feels like it did back at the beginning of 2020. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. that like. Well, this weekend, we just say it, it, it was that official two year mark on Saturday. Two years, from March 11th to oh, March 11th. Shit. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. What I was going to say is um, the significance of like us being apart, but then the other significance that spring starts at, on 420, and that's when we're going to be, we'll be in New York in New City. York City wow. In a place that we've never been together in like in a new season, we're starting. Raging Fish to start it off. Yeah. You're going to be in New it's York just, on 420. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's pretty working incredible. Working my butt off on 420. I'll send you some pictures, man. It's. I'm, well, I'm glad. To, like I've said before, I I I so fucking love that. I mean, fish is so many people's things, but in this household, it. I mean, it, it's no simple roads thing. We all love fish. I'm so happy for you guys that it's your thing like when mel mm-hmm. got sprung on fish it was like yes got sprung on I, fish I, it's the only thing like if you guys went to see other it'd be like fucking i want to go see that but i love that you go on you guys go on your little special fish excursions and i love that and i don't feel left out that's dope i i'm, I'm so happy for you guys to go i mean i'm a little it's like eh, when you guys get back i'm like okay tell me about it <laughs> fine like, okay i really but do you know hear. it's cool that you guys it's guys have that like like the build-up to you guys do it well that you didn't know about the build-up to that like the build-up to her getting the msg tickets yeah that was and that it just like i said before to see you guys now with you know not having to raise it to have time to yourselves and be able to do whatever the fuck this you is want my favorite time right I now know, man like and then like mel said to you you guys have you guys can do it when it is time to devote your time and energy to the kids and yeah. the grand and the grandson and everything we know how to you're, do that. you're yeah you're refreshed you're ready to go you can give 110 percent what 110 percent oh, oh come on man why we were doing <laughs> so good and then you just went and okay mel can give it 110 percent aaron's like 92 <sighs> always <laughs> I think it's the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So so here's what we learned this week. What'd we learn? Craig Marshall and uh, Jeff Matson and the guys in Cubensis, the guys in Dark Star. Uh, let's see. Uh, 
O'Teal and Friends, Circles Around the Sun, um, Phil Lesh, Terrapin Family Band, Jackie Green, Melvin Seals, Melvin Seals and JGB, all Stu Allen, Stu Allen and Mars Hotel, uh, The Higgs, Sponge playing in the parking lot after shows. <laughs> yes. Uh, Paracosmic is also playing in the parking oh, lot really? after shows. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, Skull and Roses is happening. Oh, wait, did we mention the beach? <laughs> <laughs> there is a beach involved. Okay. 7th. Through the 10th of April. Tickets are still available. Single day tickets are available. Go to Skull and Roses Vent at Skull and Roses Ventura on Instagram if you want to get tickets or go to nosimpleroad.com and there's a ticket link up there as well. Or I think you can go to Skull and Roses Fest.com. I'm not sure what the web address is for them, but you could just go through our page and click through. It'll get you there. And then, uh, yeah, lots of other cool stuff happening. You know, we got a lot of stuff on the calendar. If you're able, come hang out with us at Pigeons Playing Ping Pong. If you're going to be at the special tonight, give us a high five. I'll bring some stickers. If you give me a high five, I'll give you one. So, boom, there it is. Bam. And uh, we will be back next week with another scintillating, magical, fun-filled extravaganza of an episode. Mel? Yeah. yeah, thank you. Bless you. Bless you. <laughs> Welcome, Spring. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wash your hands. Safety third. Smile at a stranger and hydrate. We'll see you soon. Love you guys. Peace. tell you about the April May 2023 issue of Relics magazine features a Dave Matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com/dmb. Thanks Relics. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast.